I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Sagittarius. I started to come on today and talk about how positive and expansive and um, open and inspirational this full moon is, which it is for sure. Um, but I, straight out of the gate, I was going to talk about that. And um, when I was ready to do that, like my my throat chakra seized up, like I couldn't get I couldn't get my voice out, and so. Um, I employed one of the many tools that I've been using lately where I just shut it all down and walk away for a minute. And so, uh, when something happens like that, when I feel like when I have that feeling of halt, then I, that's my signal to put on my sneakers, get out of the apartment, go for a walk. And I start talking to the energies, which I'm sure people on the street find very amusing to say the least. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I started talking through it. I'm like, okay. And this is what I say. This is how I start out whenever I feel like I've hit a knot is I'm like, okay, what, what's going on? And my feeling is that if I come on here for this full moon, and start talking to you about how wonderful life is and how possibilities are opening up and we're heading to a new day and there's so much expansion and manifestation and creativity and love opening up from the perspective that I'm in right now, that would be disingenuine and not of service. It would not be helpful because I had to walk through a real thick wall of shadow to get to that perspective that I have today, the day of the full moon. <clears throat> and I, and I think that probably a lot of people have not gotten past that wall yet. And if I, if I didn't talk with you honestly about how you're going to have to get to the other side of a wall of shadow to get to the place of this full moon, if I wasn't honest about that, then I would make a lot of people feel very alone. Like it's just happening to them or they're doing something wrong. And I don't want to do that. And it's not, it's just not honest. Okay. So I'm going to talk with you honestly about the environment that the full moon is happening within. So bear with me. This is going to get, we're going to get into some, some tough stuff at first, but it's only because I want to show you if you're having a hard time, this is what's happening. And then I promise you, bear with me, we're going to end up at this really positive full moon. Okay. So during this full moon, we're in, we're still in a fixed cross. So it's Jupiter crossing North node in Taurus, opposed South node in Scorpio. Those nodes are getting closer and closer to zero. <clears throat> so the nodes start out at 29 and go down to zero. They're going to change signs in July. So we're not out of here yet, but we're getting close. So the nodes stay in, in opposite signs for 18 months. We're almost there. And uh, North Node in Taurus has been wonderful. Oh, my God. Life is wonderful. It keeps pulling us in that direction over and over and over again. But in order for us to see it, 
we have to process whatever shadow is in the south node in Scorpio. And that south node has just been relentless, especially right now. Because Pluto, Scorpio's modern ruler, retrograde in, in Aquarius at zero degrees, is squaring into the nodes. So it's like a double dose of Scorpio, and there's just no escaping that shadow. You can't escape it. You especially can't escape it because South Node in Scorpio is trining into Saturn and Pisces. And Saturn and Pisces is saying, you need to get to work on your suffering. And Saturn in particular is not allowing you to escape that suffering. You're going to have to face it. If you're using a method to escape, it's failing you. There is no way to escape. You might as well put your method of escaping down and just be like, oh, fuck, it's not going to work anyway. Okay, so it's it's facing shadow to get into ex the expansion of quality of life. And in Leo, Mars is already in Leo, trying to take action in the direction of um, joy, laughter, creativity, play, love, heart-based things. Venus is going to join um, on 5th, so two days from this full moon. So Venus and Mars will travel together in Leo for a while. Venus won't catch all the way up to Mars, but she'll get pretty close. And then um, in July, um, Mars will move on to Virgo. Mars will move on to Virgo when, and then um, Venus is going to retrograde and stay in Leo. So they're going to part ways. Um, but point is, Taurus and Leo are opening up to a very wide, wide, like a very expansive open amount. But Pluto in Aquarius and South Node and Scorpio are becoming more and more and more personal. The closer that that South Node gets to zero, the more personal and insular it feels. And there's just no escaping some sort of shadow that has to be faced. Pluto's not a negotiator. Pluto's, Pluto's, severe and you know you can gratitude and affirmation your way through this and you should as strongly as you possibly can but if there's a shadow in there that you're avoiding or that you don't want to look at or maybe that you didn't even know was in there it will not stay hidden and it can sneak up on you <clears throat> so i'm i'm hearing from clients and readings that they're personally experiencing this and also in the fields that they work in. So practitioners or uh, law enforcement, elected officials, people who work in community and in groups that people are just falling off a cliff. And I, honestly, I think it's because they don't realize where we are in the intent of, of, of what this energy is doing. So it, it can be so overwhelming that it takes you down. It takes you all the way down. And uh, even though I live in this Scorpio energy all the time, uh, I still, I still feel it. I just, I just have the ability to know what's happening. Does it make it any less hard? I mean, I went down for, I went down for several days <clears throat> where, uh, I could, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to, I was not, I, I mean, if a hundred is full capacity, I was at 30 and, and, and what got to me was uh honestly and this is this is no shade to this person but 
you know, there was somebody that I was like, Hey, do you want to talk? And they were like, no. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and they, and they, they told me why. And, and I appreciate the honesty. I really do. And, but I took it really personally. And I just went into this hole of self-loathing and ruminating and thinking, you know, probably everyone that I've been in relationships with that have, that where I felt a lot of pain ultimately is probably all my fault. Really think about that. Like, even if you just listen to me on this podcast, okay, if you've never been in a reading with me, if you don't know me personally, do you really think that I am the type of person where every person I have ever related with my entire life, I have been the culprit of anything that turned bad? <laughs> like, fuck. That's just, I'm sorry, but that's silly. I take responsibility for my part in all relationships all the time. If you're ever in a relationship with me, I'm the first one to admit when I'm like, I'm fucking up for sure. I definitely admit it. I'm not perfect. I cause harm. I don't mean to, but I do just like everybody else. But for me to go down the rabbit hole of how everybody I've ever related with have all been perfect and it's all been me that's getting pretty ridiculous, right? And so I'm able to go, I think that we're in a hole. <laughs> and so like I like I mentioned before, um, I have invoked my toolbox. And one of them is when I start feeling like here comes another wave, I'm like, put on your sneakers. <laughs> and I And I immediately get out the door, even if it's at night. And I start walking and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And, uh, sometimes, sometimes the answer that I hear is you're feeling the weight of the world. And I go, I don't know what to do about it. And it's like, right now, you're not going to do anything about it. You're going to breathe. <laughs> right? Like sometimes whenever you sit with, what is this? What is this density? Sometimes it's not all you. Okay. We're in a collective that Pluto and Aquarius is saying, we cannot go on like this. We can't go on with this much division, this much destruction, this, this much of feeling lost and afraid of the unknown, super hyper-dependent on control systems outside of us, having no self-agency, having lost all sense of our creative expression and not knowing how to be free. We can't go on like this. That alone can bring on a wave of existential dread. Just that just being alive right now. And so I think that whenever we hit walls like that in this environment of the fixed cross, right? So it's North Node and Jupiter in Taurus is saying you have on offer expansive higher quality of life because life is wonderful and there's so much on offer, but you got to get the shadow out of the way. It's, pro it's probably shadows that you've either carried around your whole life or maybe something you can't even name like being alive. Okay. <laughs> being alive as a human feels pretty fucking shadowy right now. Right. It could be that simple and it's still that valid. Okay. And then Pluto and Aquarius, we can't go on like this. And Leo is, we're going to have to, we're going to have to rediscover who we are as individuals. We find ourselves, we find each other to raise the quality of life and get out of our trauma. That's the fixed cross. Why is that happening? <clears throat> Well, I mean, if you really want to nerd out, there are a couple of like micro, I mean, macro reasons why that's happening. 
And so, I don't know, you know, I don't know if this is useful, but I'll just throw it out there. Uh, one is the Mayan shift or the galactic shift that was December 21st of 2012. That's where our solar system is going back into consciousness after 2000 years of darkness. Um, another is December 21st of 2020 was Saturn and Jupiter in their great conjunction at zero degrees Aquarius. That has opened up a 200-year cycle of the opening of consciousness itself and straight out of the gate. It's the healing of our humanity. Um, it's Regulus now in Virgo for the next 2,000 years as of 2012. The healing goddess energy is in charge of the earth and she's coming for everyone. I mean, there's there's broad macro reasons about why this is happening, but also down to this year in particular, when Pluto has been at zero degrees Aquarius, um, trying to get us to, that we we can't do this alone. We have to find ourselves and find each other. We have very specific instruction that's just everywhere. Jupiter um, went into Aries December. 20 to the 21st um, at the end of last year in 2022. So Jupiter and Aries uh, was leading the way to the first eclipse cycle being in Mars world signs. So in Aries and then the modern, the ancient ruler of Scorpio is Mars. Um, Jupiter is now in Taurus, Venus ruled Taurus when Venus herself is going into Leo and the next eclipses are in Venus ruled signs in Libra and Taurus. During a year of Mars driven and then Venus ruled eclipses, the nodes are in Venus and Mars ruled signs between Taurus and Scorpio and in July, still, still Venus and Mars. The south node will go into Venus ruled Libra, north node into Mars ruled Aries. So lots of Venus and Mars trying to bring us individually back into wholeness and then collectively into wholeness. That thing about <clears throat> we find ourselves, we find each other is no fucking joke. And it's because we cannot go on like this. And that feeling of we cannot go on like this, you can feel it in your bones right now. You can feel it. You can see it on the world stage. If you understand what's happening, then you can go, all right, let's get to our healing. Come on, anything we need to do to get that fucking shadow out of the way. Get it out of the way. Let it dissolve. Don't self-identify through it. Get into your toolbox. Do what you got to do to get it out of the way so that we can start to see ourselves and match up in resonance with each other and fix our problems. We're evolving into the future. We don't leap into it. We don't get a golden ticket into it. <clears throat> we evolve. We're evolving into a higher frequency, a higher state of consciousness, a higher quality of life. Because as Einstein said, we can't solve problems from the same thinking that they were created within. We're going to have to evolve up to a different level so that we can see how to solve them. We're not going to leave behind the mess that we created. We're not going to stay in it either. You can't make the solar system go backwards. We're going into consciousness. I don't care if it makes you very uncomfortable and you want us to go backwards. You still can't make us do it. 
Okay, you, you see people who are very afraid of the future, of evolving. You have people who are terrified of simply inclusion that are tripling down on our division. What the fuck? Oh my God. Anyway, can't make the solar system go backwards. Pluto is not a negotiator. You can't make 200 years of the opening of consciousness not happen. You just can't. Okay? These things are happening no matter what. And so either you can be in heavy, heavy resistance to them, which would cost you an enormous amount of energy and you would hurt yourself, or you can go, all right, let's evolve. That is not easy. It takes a whole lot of honesty, um, of self-reflective inventory, of responsibility, of evaluating why it's so hard for you to go into the unknown, of evaluating why you keep holding on to an old story that just is not what reality is. And that's, that's not easy. And it's especially not easy right now when we're so far apart that it feels like you've got to do it alone. I fell into this too. Whenever I hit that, those kind of waves of, of shadow uh, very recently, I mean, I knew I needed to call somebody. I knew it. But what the fuck am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? I'm falling into an existential hole. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. If I were my friend, I would be like, oh, oh no. (laughs) And maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe I should. And maybe there's a point to that. Not only do we have to be brave in facing our stuff so that we can close the gap on how far apart we are, but there's probably the other side of the coin. We need to start making it safer um, for people to connect to us. Like, I hope that I am, no, I don't hope. I know for sure. I had um, two weeks ago, uh, my son's father, my son's father and I, um, I mean, we've had sibling energy since we met, we had sibling energy the whole time we were married. It's like brother and sister being married. I mean, not in an incest kind of way, but he has, we've, I've always seen him as like, we just have sibling energy. Okay. Whatever. And we should definitely not be married. Totally glad that we have our son together, but I can't spend more than two hours with them, but we are in life together. I mean, if something happened to me, he would beat the ambulance to the hospital. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, he, um, he called me uh, in the morning, which is not normal. Usually he calls me at night whenever he don't have anything else to do. (laughs) Anyway, he called me in the morning and, um, while he was packing to go back out into the field for his work or whatever. And he's like, um, I don't know what's going on with me. I feel like quitting. And I knew what he meant. He did not mean his job. And I've known him for so long that I, I was able to say, here's what's happening. You don't know what's next. You're being overwhelmed. You have lots of, he has a lot of like, like his father's about to pass, that kind of stuff. And, and I was like, listen, this is all catching up to you because you're not, you don't, you're not real good in processing in real time. And I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. And I sat on the phone with him for an hour and just like talked to him while he was packing his shit. We didn't talk about anything, but I was there for him. And he was like, thank you. No problem. More of that. We need to do more of that. 
We need to make, we need to create safe spaces for it to be okay for people to reach out, right? Without having to solve it for them to be like, I see you and you're okay, right? It's not just like being brave enough to admit, hey, I'm going through something and I need help. It's also creating safe spaces for people to come out. So one of the things I've been saying about uh, Jupiter and Uranus and North Node and Taurus <clears throat> with Venus and Mars traveling together in Leo, Venus is going to go through a retrograde cycle in Leo, then Jupiter will go through a retrograde cycle in Taurus. That sounds to me like come out, come out wherever you are. And uh, every person that I talk to in readings about that, most people, not not everybody, I mean, I have a few clients who are like, fuck yes, let's do that shit. But most people are like, oh no, <laughs> because, because it's, we're not, we don't have an environment that feels safe out here. That's why we're so isolated. That's why we're so far apart is there's a lot of attack and division and ridicule and competition and we're not supportive. And, and I mean, I'm not saying we're not at all, but there's just like, oh, it's sludgy out here. It's yuck. And that, that, that creates brain drain. It creates empathy drain. It, can, it creates compassion drain in the collective. And when that happens, I mean, historically, when this happens, this happened um, whenever uh, the, during the Spanish flu, uh, whenever people had to isolate around the Spanish flu 100 years ago, same thing happened then when people had to isolate because it was it was a serious thing. Right. In that void, fanatics took over then when you have when you have a void, <clears throat> the very loud fanatical voices take over that space. And then it's like, oh shit, are we going down? No, we're not going down. It's we need to come back out. We need to come back out. Those those wild ass loud voices that make it seem like we're going backwards, they're not true. They're not true. I mean, I hope it helps you to have the information of where we're headed in the macro so you can go, oh yeah, this is stupid. We're not going backwards. Mm -mm. No, thank you but we're going to have to heal ourselves enough so that we truly know who we are so that we're not afraid to be free. We can go outside of traditions and rules and expectations of how it's always been done. We stop looking for permission and the safety of control systems in order to survive. And we go create the new. We find ourselves, we find each other. Okay. But that means you have to face the shadow of what's in front of you that prevents you from seeing possibility. Now we're back at the full moon in Sagittarius. In Gemini season, we are open to new thinking, taking lots of information, open curiosity. Let's figure things out in a new way. The full moon in Sagittarius takes that information and curiosity and assigns it to meaning. <clears throat> what, what does that mean about possibility? What does it mean about inspiration? What does it mean about adventure seeking? What does that mean? What does it mean? And in the search for meaning, right now under the fixed cross, and obviously this is not true for every full moon in Sagittarius, it's just a unique one right now. There's so much pressure and shadow and uh, probably confusion and exhaustion in the way 
it might have you convinced that there is no possibility. And that's simply not true. There's possibility everywhere. There really is. I'm going to go back to the beginning. I've gotten to the other side, for the most part, about, you know, about 80% <laughs> to the other side of that, of that wall that I hit. And I feel qualitatively different than I did when I was on the other side of the wall, right? Where I can't, see, you can't see anything. And then you go into, you go in, you just sink more and more, you sink further and further down. Okay. So getting up out of the hole, facing what needs to be faced, move it out of the way. And possibility has always been there. It's never not there. And, and I really mean that the galactic center itself is in Sagittarius. Hope and possibility are always alive, no matter what. So how do you move the shadow out of the way? Um, for what it's worth, and I'm telling you, this is anecdotal from my perspective, as from a, from a Scorpio's perspective, okay? If this is useful to you, awesome. If it's not, throw it straight out the window, okay? Um, one is, I, uh, I told you before, I force movement. Put my sneakers on, get outside, get some perspective. I can't, the cave is useful when I need to um, go within and evaluate. Okay, Scorpios tend to cave up. But if I stay in that cave, I can get into rumination and self loathing, not useful. Okay, <clears throat> movement while you figure it out instead of sitting still. Eating really well. Okay, getting into the body and eating really well. Not, not shit ass food that makes you feel terrible eating really well. Um, the breath. I know if you're not used to breath work, it can sound like, well, I breathe all the time. That's not what I mean. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, intentional breathing, like really deep breathing that gets you all the way into the body and calms down your nervous system. It's also, they've done studies about um, deep breathing that if you're, if you breathe shallowly, if you don't breathe all the way into the depths of your lungs, you don't have full circulation. And that, that low grade of circulation can cause like depression in the brain. And it can make, um, it can make your immune system weaker because you don't have the full force of your circulation throughout the entire body. Okay. So breathing, um, screen time. I know it's screen time. Okay. One, one of the things that people use to try and escape looking at their shit is screen time. Now I'm, I'm saying shut down your screen time if it's making you go numb. But I have to say, if you are in a real dark spot, I am not opposed to using Netflix to pull you out of a hole. Like my go-to is stand up. And if you have to binge stand up to stop you from being like, I'm going to die, <laughs> then use it in that way. But if you're just like mindlessly going through TikTok because you don't want to think, catch yourself, catch yourself, put it down, go for a walk instead. Okay. Um, you want to be future forward. So uh, I, I, I do this out loud. I talk out loud of um, like, uh, thank you for my safety. Thank you for, um, thank you for my son. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my perspective. Um, you know, all the things that I'm thankful for. Um, and then I also go future forward and thank you for showing me this has already been resolved. Thank you for showing me the way. 
thank you for thank you for your guidance as if it's already true. Okay, so getting my thinking present and future forward. Uh, another, I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is for everyone. So if you're like, fuck that shit, you don't have to do it. And if it's, if it doesn't support you in a physical way, don't do it. But I'll tell you something I've been doing recently is cold water therapy, which sounds crazy. Like fix signs, generally speaking, I've noticed will procrastinate taking a shower if it means they're going to be cold when they get out of the shower. Like fixed signs don't like to be uncomfortable. (laughs) And so like, you know, I've heard more and more about uh, cold water therapy because it increases your circulation and reduces inflammation and supports your immune system. And it raises your dopamine levels and sustains them for hours like all kinds of benefits to cold water therapy. And I'm like, yeah, but it's uncomfortable. <laughs> but <clears throat> when I've been in this, this space that I just came out of, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll try anything. So it's very cold showers, but only for a few minutes. Don't stand in freezing cold water for an hour. No, it's like five minutes. Okay. Um, and then if, if full, some people do like ice bath plunges, uh, I don't, I don't know if that has my name on it. That seems like a lot. Um, so it's, I've gotten to cold shower and also like a, like a bowl of ice cold water, like, and putting like, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, a bowl of ice cold water and put your face in it. <laughs> but it's only, it's only for like seven or eight seconds. <laughs> I can hear myself talking. I'm like, this, this is nuts. But if this sounds like it's for you and it's not for everyone, and I certainly didn't think it was for me, but I'm t- for me, it works. For me, it, it, <clears throat> I feel calm. I sleep better. It really does bring down like the inflammation in my body. And it's like, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised by how good I feel by it. Now, I don't do it all the time, okay? It's just whenever I'm like, man, I feel like shit. And then I'm like, get in the shower. Okay. So I don't know if that's useful, then that's great. And if not, I don't know, you heard about something weird I do. (laughs) Um, Also my very good friend. And if you have been listening for a while, you know that she used to do this podcast with me. Aubrey Mast uh, is now Dr. Aubrey Mast. And she has uh, Adapting Resiliently um, as her new platform, where she talks about um, like holistic wellness and um, offers, offers services for that kind of stuff and, and healing through like a whole system kind of way. She would say it much more eloquently than me because she's a PhD. That's why. <laughs> but I invite you to uh, check her out. You can, I I know she's on Facebook. I'm sure she's on Instagram. I just haven't looked, but it's Aubrey Mast, M-A-S-T, Adapting Resiliently. She is a wonderful, wonderful person, woman, friend. She's brilliant, super talented, highly intuitive, deeply compassionate. And she's been through uh, some things in her life where I promise there's nothing you can't talk to her about. That's, I like that about her too. So unlimited possibilities. Hope is always alive. We're under a lot of pressure. 
it will let up. It's not going to let up today. Okay. It's going to hold. I mean, whenever Pluto retrograde goes into Capricorn, that's on the 11th. Technically, we'll be out of a fixed cross, but it's only by one degree. So really, we're still in a cross. It'll take Venus moving on. So give it some time. And then we're for sure out of the fixed energy um, completely <clears throat> in July when the nodes move on too. So we're, we're almost there, but understand that we're here for a reason. We are evolving into the future. We find ourselves, we find each other, and we'll do it together, okay? You're not alone. I promise we're all going through it together to varying degrees. And let's, let's create safer and safer environments for us to build webs out here, okay? We'll do it together. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.